0: Happy
1: Holidays. Satan's coming. If you want more cash for Christmas, sing it. Just put it in on your gas. heart. Get
0: your ass on the connector. You'll get to Vancouver ass.
1: Oh, I love that song so much, Jenny.
0: Thank you so much. I, um... Yeah, it's becoming a trend whenever there is a cringy song to sing for an ad on the radio station. They're like, oh, let's get Jenny. Let's ruin her life a little bit. Hey, you got a real uncomfortable grocery store ad that you have to pretend to be doing an interview (laughs) (laughs) Um, with someone... Who doesn't want to be on the radio Mm -hmm. oh I know the perfect person it's Jenny we should get her on it
1: you get money for that though right yeah well that's great Jen it's truly the best and you dive at the volume knob to kill the audio of those commercials when they come on but Mm -hmm. guess what I crank them so loud in my headphones that the whole studio can hear and then I sing along because I love it yeah I love it so much I love your cringe
0: Thank you so much. That's so nice. I'm glad I have a fan.
1: Um, you know, I had a My Little Pony when I was a kid. Is okay. Okay? So I was an original brony by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. You uh, were. Yeah, I had one. My sister had like a hundred of My Little Ponies. I looked at them and I'm like, that looks pretty fun to me. And you know what I really love? Did you have any of My Little Ponies? No. The original ones, they're like hooves, had a concavity that just felt so nice on your finger. What? I remember that. Yes.
0: Was it like a suede, like a micro suede, or something? No, no, no. Just like
1: a little, like a, you know, a concavity is like a concave structure. Yes, exactly. Like just a little bit of a, like a, like a divot. Okay. Smoothness. Um, I this, can feel it on my fingers right now. It's very sexual. It's about a pony's foot. How but, dare okay. you even say With that? With
0: bronies, mm-hmm. because it kind of crosses the line, doesn't it, sometimes? It's like, oh, like, my little pony's great, and they like the show, they like the characters. Uh-huh. And then doesn't it kind of cross the line to, like, having a weird, obs- not weird, it's not weird, it's just an obsession kind of thing, and it. a kink. What, a kink? Does it turn into a kink? Oh, like,
1: kink. Like a sexy thing? Oh, they want to fuck the pony. Do they want to fuck the pony is what I'm asking. I don't no i i'm not familiar with modern bronyism and so i don't know if it's fucking the ponies is part of it that's i would say not though because that's bestiality even with their cartoon ponies yeah right but maybe 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 they want to be ponies as well and then obviously then it's just procreation
0: what is it about the ponies is it just like the characters that you just kind of like feel relatable to the characters <laughs>
1: I don't know In modern days I truly I don't know I just I feel like know like
0: Some of the voice actors And actresses uh-huh. Who are on My Little Pony Because a lot of them Are based in Vancouver right.
1: Do you know any of them? I do Yeah well
0: Yeah one I graduated From radio school with Oh holy hell um, I can't. Something dash Something Sparkle dash cream some, Or something One of the dashes Right right um, She does um, that but... Titty sparkle dance <laughs> Yeah titty dash Bitch
1: <laughs> Yeah right
0: Pony ass Sparkle dash <laughs> Pony ass bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah,
0: she voices with them and like the fans uh, attach to like you know when they go to like different conventions uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. It gets really intense for the people who voice. Does
1: she have a boyfriend?
0: Oh, are you asking <laughs> cuz you're a brony? Wow. I'm not sure. I haven't got a caught a lot with her in a while, but
1: Right. I just wonder like could she ever be with a brony because you know at some point they'd be like, "Can you please do the pony voice?"
0: Can you put sex? on this main like wig <laughs> for me <laughs> and this tail it
1: would blow their minds damn right <sighs> anyways um so i had my little pony and do you know what i heard now though from a friend of mine because i always uh kind of you know it's like as soon as i heard of bronies or whatever like i don't watch ponies now obviously but sure. well not me that's not obvious i'll just <laughs> say it. i just i don't I, it's not <laughs> part of my fandom but um but I saw, I must all identify as a brony, self identified, but apparently bronies are racists and incels now.
0: Why? I don't know. I'm like not surprised. The incel thing, we could see that. Spending a lot of time by yourself, watching mm-hmm. My Little Pony, and mm-hmm. then blaming the female gender. Right. That's what incels are, right?
1: It's that like- makes me sad though. Because you know what? Like, what Because ha- we were talking about this yesterday about how you don't understand. Like any of my fandoms. Like you don't get why no. I know so much about Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Ghostbusters or any of the nerd shit. I, that I like.
0: understand it. I just there's just I've noticed that there's this part of me that doesn't have that in my brain mm-hmm. where I like want to be a huge fan of something. Yeah. What like,
1: about World War Two? Do you know a lot about that? No. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I what I tell you that. I love school. World War Two. Yeah.
0: yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. There's not a lot that I'm like a super big fan of. Right. I just kind of keep to myself and have my own like little weird thoughts you know it's sad i wish i had you know this attachment to some sort of like community or like pop culture thing a little bit because you guys all hang out all the time you guys have a podcast together you do christmas exchanges like you guys have a nice little community that you've built and then there's me
1: that's like what's a star wars right and you know but you have that with other things like what i don't know right me neither you go out for brunch. Once in a while Uh have (laughs) friends I do I do have a a, You know a nice little Social circle So that's nice So all that shit That's just taking up Space in our brains though Like That's just free real estate For you kid Hey it's free real estate (laughs) Right You could just like You could decide At any point in your life To put that towards I don't know Starting a business Or making money Or being a real estate Or I don't know Something that actually Is like raising children There's other thing too right I don't have any kids To deal with All the time Taking up my time And brain power So so I can tell you who put the toilets in on the Death Star. Well, it doesn't make me have a richer life. You know, my scarcely attended funeral. to be a couple of dorks standing around being like, boy, that guy knew all the words to the Star Wars song <laughs> or <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? It doesn't make you a richer human being, I don't think, okay. in the well, long run. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I like it. It's yeah,
0: it's, it's fun. super fun to, like, spend your time that way. I do have hobbies, I guess. I do physical activity. Pff, boring.
1: Yeah, that's something. Ugh. Um, okay, so it's just sad that, like, any of those fandoms have to get lumped into involuntarily celibacy because I get, for a long time, that was the stupid stereotype, right? Yeah. Oh, you you watch Star Wars, guess you'll never have sex. Well, guess what? People who like Star Wars also love to get down on fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I know that about them. Do you know there's a reason why we call him Sex Meister Bud?
0: (laughs) Well, listen to the Geek Out podcast if you want to get that reference.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, all right. Well, listen, um, this is our holiday special. So happy holidays. Oh,
0: happy holidays. What are you doing for holidays? Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Are you going to have family?
0: Are do- you going to have a family? you yeah. going to make one of those? Do you
1: got some time off? That's nice.
0: That's nice. Are you going to go on a trip? Mm-hmm. Traveling at the holidays? Are you mm-hmm. sure? Oh, yeah. We definitely touch on that this mm-hmm. podcast. That's
1: right. There's lots. So have a really, really great one. And um, don't do a ham for Christmas. No one wants Why? your fucking ham.
0: Oh, my God. Fuck turkey. Pardon me? <laughs> yeah, turkey's overrated. It's not that great. I like ham. It's salty. You know what I love and what we're doing? I think it's like a prime rib or something. Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
1: This is how it goes at Christmas. There's a turkey dinner. There's ham. Sucks. <laughs> Every other meat dish is called roast beast.
0: Okay, I'm having a roast beast. Oh, delicious. Thank you.
1: Oh, nice for you. Please enjoy our podcast. Please tell your friends. We'll be back at her again in 2020. Hey, Roaring Twenties, kid. Meh. It's going to be our year. Is it? I don't know. You said it. We're back
0: together again, and we have a very exciting show planned for you with many fascinating topics and lots of opportunities for discussion.
1: Okay, Boomer. Back Jenny uh, West it's so nice to see you, oh my God,
0: happy to be back are you I'm so happy to be back. I was in Vegas
1: first time right?
0: first time going to Vegas, you know what i didn't really have a desire to go to Vegas to no. begin with, okay no. I just knew that I wouldn't fit into whatever they had going on over there, yeah. all those lights and spending money that spending money like gives me extreme anxiety, so yeah uh, but my sisters had a had a trip kind of planned out, so I was like, you know what I want to spend time with my sisters and her fiance. Let's go to Vegas. I'm only bringing $200. Let's see how this works out.
1: So I can't imagine you did a ton of gambling.
0: I did a bit of gambling, but I was very smart with it. If I was ever up, I would just cash out. Yeah, that is smart. Um, My sister the first night won a bunch of money. So that was good. That was helpful. Um, But yeah, I wouldn't recommend Vegas if if you're... on a dime You know You know If you have like a, a small budget Right I found it was Very hard to find Things that were Cheap or free To do
1: Yeah Vegas is like Scientifically designed To just like Vacuum money Out of your wallet yeah. For certainly But um, Okay but I'm curious About this Like When I go I You know There's fun for me To be had there For sure But I imagine, like, as a girl, isn't mm-hmm. there a whole apparatus built up all like, come on in. Yep, you can dance for free here. And then there's, like, a ton of, I just imagine, like, sleazy Wall Street Ugh. business dudes wanting to buy you drinks. Isn't I, that all everywhere? I
0: mean, you're kind of right about that. Everyone who was offering us, you know, entry into clubs and stuff, they're like, oh, hey, girls, you get in for free. Right. And then they would turn to uh, my sister's fiance and be like, hey, man, you got to pay 40 bucks. <laughs> We're like, Oh, wow. that's not fair. But OK. Um, so we didn't do much clubbing or anything like that my favorite spots though Mm. were off the strip um there's this place called the arts district which is like hipster central of course i'm i'm gonna be happy there it's like craft breweries nice cheap drinks delicious beer great vintage shops thrift shops and no one was there wow it was great yeah i didn't
1: even know that existed that's great that that's there for you Mm -hmm.
0: it's kind of like yeah just starting to grow there and there's kind of this like little population um and uh, old vegas was pretty cool too
1: you enjoyed that hey Mm -hmm. i know i love that you didn't eat meals there because you were stuck on the strip where yeah. meals are like so expensive. I wish I would have told you, like, dude, there's a white castle, you can I just know. go and eat I food at like regular restaurants. I
0: just went to Walgreens and was surviving on chips all week, so really and that's where I'm at right now.
1: Bless Walgreens,
0: <laughs> happy to be home and eating vegetables. <laughs> Well, happy International Men's Day! To oh, you. thanks. Did you bring me a cupcake? Uh, I forgot the cupcake, oh. um, but mm. you definitely deserve a cupcake mm. for being a man today. Okay.
1: Well, I took an extra long lunch, so I'll take it.
0: Oh yeah, you went to Denny's, right? Yeah. That's how you celebrated. That's right. No, but in all seriousness. <laughs> International Men's Day is important. I feel like there is a lot of pressures that are put on men to be a certain way, to be masculine, whatever that means, uh, to be powerful, to be aggressive, to be competitive, and that's a lot of pressure to put on men. And because of that, you know, there the the statistics around like men's suicide, for example, seventy six percent of suicides are men, which is an astounding number. Eighty five percent of homeless are men. Uh, 31% of men feel too embarrassed to seek for help uh, when it comes to mental health. And those are numbers that are are very concerning. So, you know, that's why this day exists.
1: Yeah, and that's what I really like to see about this day. It's not like a celebration of all things manly. It's not that at all. It's really about, as you were saying there, like, you know, Tr- traditional and in a way a toxic masculinity means ignoring those parts of yourself and not taking good care of yourself. Yeah, and that's what more this day is about, and that's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: And I also want to declare that I want the phrase "man up" to just disappear. Yeah, yeah, that one has a lot of pressure.
1: Yeah, that's right. Mm. And uh, I like for a while there, I was like, well, that means you know, like the race of men that's how we say it in lord of the Rings. um so so in a way it's just like you know be a a man meaning man or woman just a human being right right stop acting like a raccoon going through that garbage and eating it you know what i'm saying right but i still think it doesn't doesn't work like that
0: The uh, parades that were happening. Yeah. There was one in Esquimalt and this year, uh, Santa Claus, instead of riding in a sleigh, he rode in a Songhees canoe with Lekwungen dancers, which is pretty cool. I like that. What an upgrade.
1: Yeah, because, you know, it's like it's oftentimes the Santa Claus rides in like the traditional vehicle of the time. So like Mm -hmm. have you ever seen like in Hawaii, the Santa Claus surfs in. Have you seen that? No. And in Alberta, it's like uh, it's like a F-150 with truck nuts. What? Well, that one's a joke.
0: Oh but. dang! I wish that was true. <laughs> that
1: <would laughs> I make mean, so much sense. maybe just <laughs> maybe a, an Alberta Santa Claus parade. Yeah. Where he so I rides think like a truck. it
0: makes sense. Santa on a songhees canoe, or like a bike. I feel like would be good for for Victoria? Santa Claus. Yeah, maybe like a tandem bike with his favorite elf. Oh my god, that would be cute. Yeah, I love that. <laughs>
1: Okay, Jen, I talked about this last week, actually, and I wanted to ask you, because you just actually voiced an ad for this for yeah. like, our sister stations up in Kelowna. There is a bong-dramat opening up, and it's w- exactly what it sounds like. You take in your bongs and they'll just clean them for you. Now, I didn't understand this. I talked about last week, and I was like, crazy pot smokers. I don't get it, but Mm -hmm. bongs get gross. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I mean, now that it's legal, people are, you know, buying weed paraphernalia, and uh, bongs get real nasty. They get smelly. They get grimy. Bong water is gross. And uh, if you don't have the proper tools in order to clean that, um, it could just get gross, and then you're breathing it into your lungs. You want those Uh pieces to be cleaned regularly. And, I mean, if someone someone were to offer me to mm-hmm. clean that sort of thing, I would 100% ask them to do it right. for some money because yeah. I don't want to do that. It's not a fun job. Um, so this guy started up a company where if you pay him 20 bucks, he'll just clean That's all it? of your bongs. Yeah.
1: That's so reasonable. And it comes
0: out sparkling, beautiful. Um, so this is maybe a business that we're going to see popping up a little bit more. Um, but the ad that I did this morning it was like bong wash. Take it to the bong wash, yeah. <laughs> it was a song. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, great um, advertisements.
1: I, because I get it, because i you know you like you hear jokes and whatever, like oh bad bong water, or like oh dude, this is grody drank bong water. Everyone's got a story about a friend who accidentally drank yeah, bong water and yeah. So I kind of get that, but but okay, so. But me with my pipe, like, it's a nice part of the process. It's meditative. You take it apart and you, like, clean it. You get pipe cleaners and you, it's just part of it.
0: You like to do that? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad you're my friend. With bongs not like that? No. No, because they could, have you ever seen, like, a a two-foot bong? Some people, can, <laughs> bongs can get really big and if you don't have the proper tools, you know, that could get really grimy. You really? Oh, yeah, man. Okay. Okay. So, all the best to your new company called Bong Do you know, Mat. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Great. You've got that resin magic, but we can get it off for you in our sitch. There is a place you get your bong cleaned, or maybe a pipe, a bowl, or a dab rig at the bong wash. Yeah. The wash, yeah. Sing it with me on, wash, yeah. mm, mm, mm. The wash, yeah. Have you ever gotten into birding? Do you care about birds? Yeah, I like love birds?
1: birds. Yeah. The other night I went for a walk, saw an owl.
0: Oh, was it downtown?
1: Uh, near downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fernwood area. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I've and, seen a uh, few
0: owls downtown oh on the God. light post How majestic oh my is that? Oh
1: God! Gorgeous. Right. So I feel like I truly have been one blessed. Mm-hmm. And then two, I'm like, you know, if this guy wanted to come and like take a huge chunk out of my scalp, he could do it. So what I'm a story. I'm just gonna mosey along here. Nice oh. to see you, and thank you, and <laughs> goodbye now.
0: Well, yeah, Victoria in general is like a great place for birding. I've heard. I don't really know anything about burning? Birds. birding. Birding, 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 birding. Hmm. I don't know much about birds, but uh, every year there is a Christmas bird count. Did you know that? What? <laughs> yeah. So um, every year there's volunteers that spend as much time as possible on one day in one specific area and count as many species of, of birds as possible. And they do this all across North America. And then they collect the data. And, of course, that data is just important to, like, know what kind of species are around when and where, right? Okay. Um, So last year they had 285 people involved. And currently we hold the record for the most species recorded in a single day. Victoria does? Victoria. Wow. Yeah. um, That's fantastic. So it happens in Machozen as well, uh, in the West Shore too. Uh, So if you are a birder, this could be a fun thing to be a part of. But I do have to say, I don't understand birding. Like, can't you just forge it? Like you don't have to necessarily prove that you saw the bird and take photos of it. No. Can't you just like write down that you saw birds and just they'll take your word for it? Is there an honorary system? You just kind of yeah. trust each other that I you saw that, that silver-bellied cockadoodle? Yeah,
1: because I think if, if you're like if you're doing that, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I saw a flaming t- titty bird. Uh, you know, it's like I'll write that down. If you're like, if you're forging and. They're going to know and they're going to send some people probably to be like,
0: all right. Because I wonder if there's, you know, (laughs) prove it to me, buddy. Yeah. I wonder if, because there's over like 10,000 different species of birds in the world. Do you think that someone has seen all of them? (laughs) And if that person is a liar.
1: I don't know the first answer to the question, okay. but yes, I do think they are a lion. Yes, <laughs> okay. that, for
0: sure. Um, if you are interested in that, in uh, this birding day, the Christmas bird count, it takes place in Victoria on December 14th, so coming up pretty quick. Um, then Sydney on the 15th, and then in Souk on the 28th. And I you can go remember. to
1: okay, sorry, go
0: ahead. <laughs> Christmasbirdcount.ca.
1: What, what really birds do we have? We got spooky old nighttime <laughs> owls. Let's give me a spook. We got uh, those little chip chippers. That want to eat my bread at Uptown Okay, we got uh, Pigeons, which are just rats with wings Rats with rings Seagulls who want to squawk me all night And poop (laughs) all over everything What else do we even have here? Nothing Eagles at Salmon Time End of list That's what people are going at? Yeah Birding man over here (laughs) Someone uh, called in uh, to chirp us
0: Oh, did you say chirp because we were talking about birds? A little
1: bit. Um, And uh, listen to this. uh, As radio hosts, you two are good and generally listenable. And I just think that. We need to put that, like, on our website. Oh, yeah, or, generally, mean, listenable. generally
0: listenable. Generally
1: listenable. No, but he did make That's a good point. Price. We
0: were talking about birds, and Victoria has an incredible bird population, and it's not just... burb s- burb. <laughs> That's what they're called. Burb population. And it's not just seagulls. There are many types of seagulls. There are different species of seagulls. Yeah, we know. we have. We are so lucky to be living with and coexisting with an incredible amount of birds. I don't mean to knock birding in general. My sister is a birder. I also constantly have this little birding package in my in my backpack because uh you can learn about birds as you walk around Victoria. A friend of mine is mm-hmm. a birder and an artist and they created all these little bird uh little characters. So it's when a you're zine. walking around cuisine.
1: Right? Is that what that's called? Yeah. yeah.
0: So they have like a beginner's guide to birding in Victoria. So you can kind of spot the the more common birds like the great blue heron and uh, there's the bald eagle oh, in yeah, here. The Anna's hummingbird. The European starling, of course, is in Victoria, oh, too. Wow. And so, yeah, there is a lot to learn about birds. OK. I'm
1: actually going to my royals uh, staff party tonight. You know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Where are you
0: going? Can I come? Yeah. Cool.
1: We're playing like White Elephant, you know, where you like um, do a gift mm-hmm. exchange. And I obviously haven't bought anything yet. So are you just going to go to like the corner store? Yeah, that's my usually my plan. I go to the Rexall and buy like a big family size box of cereal or something and then I don't wrap it. And then people are like, what's in the cereal box? And then they open it and it's like, <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch, dude. <laughs> duh. What do you think? You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that's my maneuver.
0: That's a great gift. I would love a box of that. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a bucket of taquitos from Seven Eleven. That's a great gift, too.
1: I... Well, we're going for dinner. So, by the time you get into the taquitos, they'd be cold and I'll tell you what, not as good. Okay. And you don't have one of those rolling things at your house to recook them on, do I you? do.
0: <laughs> that was the first thing I bought in my kitchen. <laughs> oh,
1: I thought that was for something else when I saw that. Nope.
0: Well, I was reading that people are going up to Mount Doug and cutting off branches and cutting down trees for their own Christmas decorations, and people are upset about that. You shouldn't be doing that.
1: Yeah, this is no good. So we've decided to start off a task force to keep an eye on things. Hey, man, what are you doing with that saw? Yeah, you're not going to use that for Christmas decorations, are you? Uh, no, no, I was just going to whittle it into a fish bonker. Just a fish bonker? Oh, and... And, and and drumsticks. Okay, but just a fish bonker and drumsticks? Oh, and also a rustic wooden spoon. Okay, but
0: just a fish bonker and drumsticks and a rustic spoon.
1: All right then.
0: You have a good day, sir.
1: We're doing the right thing by being here.
0: <laughs> oh, Paul, I'm so happy for you that there's a new Ghostbusters coming out. Well, is that what it
1: is? Yeah. New trailer came out for Ghostbusters Afterlife today.
0: So who's the cast this time around?
1: Um, It's like some children, and it's the kid from Stranger Things, and Paul Rudd.
0: Are they doing like a nostalgia sort of based thing?
1: <laughs> it's kind of like just a soft reboot. It's like, a new generation of Ghostbusters are busting up some ghosts. Busting oh. makes me feel good. And so, I don't know. Yeah, it looks okay. But like, if you watch this trailer, you know what bugs me about it, Jen? It's like, hey, Goober, where's the jokes? Mm. Ghostbusters is like an all-time comedy classic. You try to make a direct sequel to that? Where's the jokes at? Are they making a spooky one? Is it it like it sort of vibes? It's not quite it vibes, but it's like very serious and very spooky (laughs) and scary. It's like, where's the lighthearted fun? Where's the? Come on.
0: You were saying, though, there was a little piece of Canada in it.
1: Well, there's a big piece of Canada, actually, and it's called Alberta. And so it's actually quite beautiful, like all the badlands and the prairies and everything, all of that was filmed in Alberta. And so that's neat, I guess. But uh, also in the trailer, Mm. there is a unmistakable plate of Timbits. Beautiful. And it's not just like, oh, these could be donut holes, or these could could be No. As a Canadian, you know what a pile of Timbits looks like, and that is Timbits. Go look at the screenshot on The Zone's Facebook page right now.
0: Nice. Good advertising in there.
1: Oh, do you think it was that? Maybe.
0: Maybe it was product placement. Got you thinking about Timbits, didn't it? <laughs> well, I'm happy for you that you get another Ghostbusters. Hopefully it's um, exactly what you want it to be. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Paul, you just <laughs> waltz on in here, start of the show with a cool little toy.
1: Well, Jenny, tis the season now. And a couple of weeks ago, I went into a Bigwell Burger and guess what special milkshake they had? Eggnog milkshake.
0: Ooh, was it good?
1: Well, you know what? I don't really know because I got it, mm-hmm. and then uh, the crappy paper straw that sucks. Oh, I couldn't barely drink it, and then it's like, okay, I guess I get a spoon now. Garbage, garbage, garbage. I drink a milkshake like a like a baby Yoda, like side of the cup. That's not no way to drink a milkshake, garb. Because guess what? I'm not allowed to have plastic straws no more, right? Okay. Last night go to my uh, staff Christmas party have a little white elephant gift exchange right and I get this piece of crap this is uh, if you can't see it is a Eminem's uh, light and sound Christmas tree. I'm- it is <laughs> a cheap plastic piece of garbage that if you op- it makes so obviously press the giant button it uh, oh how fast it's really
0: creepy sounding yeah like that's a low key for that song.
1: Oh, the M&M is sneaking around, and it lights up, and it plays a little song, and then if you open the bottom of it, there's, like, a tiny little package of M&Ms in the bottom.
0: Oh, not even, like, the mini cool ones. Okay.
1: And then what am I supposed to do with this plastic piece of garbage? As soon as I looked at it, I was like, this is going to kill a turtle. Oh, no! This is going straight to the bottom of the ocean. It's going to kill a turtle on its way down, and then when it lands at the bottom, it's going to kill the coral reef, which is a major impact on our global <laughs> environment. That's what I saw when I looked at this.
0: Wow, that's a lot. There's a lot of dark. Can thoughts. we please
1: get the straws back? If we ban this uh, crap, this is and Christmas is the worst time of the year for this too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've decided no straws. That's what kills turtles. This kills turtles. (laughs) This cheap plastic garbage that serves no purpose. That doesn't bring you any joy at all? Zero joy. In fact, as you can hear, it's It's caused me negative amounts of joy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty scary. What are we supposed to do with this? Keep it forever? I'll have it. I like to sing into it. (laughs) It looks like a microphone.
1: It lights up the bottom of your face. You look like a ghoul. (laughs) Yeah what I want at Christmas time oh oh, stop I keep (laughs) pressing it by accident also um, I got at the White Elephant gift exchange last night this from the same person Mm -hmm. because I don't want to talk too much trash about this like sweet woman who gave me this stupid piece of plastic crap (laughs) but also she gave me like what she bought it clearly like it was like a Christmas craft fair a little like angel ornament made out of pipe cleaners and guess what (laughs) I like that better Honestly, truly, I'll Pice have that forever. Are
0: useful? You can I, actually clean pipes with
1: those. I'm not going to take apart the Christmas decorations and clean my old tobacco pipe. Jen. Why not? I'm just going to hang just, it on my tree over here. There, I got that. That's recycle. like nothing, and I, I'm going to use it for the rest of my life on my Christmas tree. This is going to choke a turtle to death. That's
0: right. Okay. I, this is
1: the sound of I'm coming to kill a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it is very Halloween-y.
0: Did you see that Vanna White finally got to host Wheel of Fortune? I heard about that. Yeah. So who's the regular host? What's his
1: name? Oh, <laughs> Guy Smiley, Pat, Pat Sajak. Sajak. I'm that's done right. with him, that guy.
0: So apparently for 37 years, he hasn't had anyone filled in for him before. And now he has like this emergency surgery that he has to go to and he'll right. be a- away for a little while. And she was able to step up and do the actual hosting. And then Minnie Mouse came in and hosted for Vanna White.
1: Oh well do you mean like press the press screen? Press the buttons,
0: did the magic and made the
1: oh. buttons glow. Oh. <clears throat> Is that what's gonna be like for the two weeks, mini mouse? Yeah,
0: a, a few weeks here.
1: It's always going to be Minnie Mouse. Could you imagine
0: that? Like 37 years doing Vanna White's job and not once getting an opportunity until now to actually host the show? Wow,
1: it's really a brave new world, isn't it? Yeah, she said
0: she 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 was super nervous, but she did a good job.
1: That's great. Obviously, Mm. why wouldn't she do a fine job? And Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. Good luck to Pat Sajak and his surgery or whatever, but like, that guy is lame. (laughs) So... I bet Vanna just take over. Yeah, and Minnie Mouse it. on the show. But then no, you can't have Minnie Mouse, a person in a costume. You need like a new go- person. Maybe like just flip it up and you know, like Price is Right has yeah. hot, hunky dudes. Let's get a dude out there with a shirt off just pressing the buttons. Pat can do it. <laughs> no, just put him out to pasture. He's fine. He's that's retirement time now, but
0: good for Vanna White. That's awesome.
1: Oh my God, Uh, the province newspaper just the other day uh, shared this. Like, this is the type of article that is, like, deliberately created... To get clicks and eyeballs and outrage. Mm. But it's a headline was The Argument Is Over. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey is the greatest holiday song of all time.
0: Oh. And, who says? Like who says? <laughs>
1: number one, there's no such thing. And number two, the only other songs that they compare it to in this article are Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues mm. and Baby It's Cold Outside, both of which have like had some controversy in the last while.
0: If it were like what song made the most money for a person, I would say Mariah Carey's "All I Want right. for Christmas Is You" probably
1: wins. Probably, um, there's also if I can play this song here. I think if we're gonna try and nail down a song that appeals to like a widest amount of people and that's got a little bit of like sentiment to it and everything like that, I think it's got to be this song. Oh yeah, "Baby Please Come Home" by Darlene Love. Oh, that's so a good one. classic. Mm-hmm. It's like pulls the heartstrings. It's got the sleigh bells and the jingles and everything, oh, and the yeah. right. And then you're just listening to this vocal. It's unreal. How do you beat that? No, Mariah Carey can't come close. I'm so sorry. Okay, you know what I've been
0: loving are the mashups of "All I Want for Christmas Is You," um, for those who are like going Christmas caroling against their will. <laughs> okay, go on. Me. <laughs>
1: I wish I was special Also, <laughs> oh, this is Radiohead, Creep, Yeah, Mashed with Mariah Carey. I've
0: been singing that with your family? Little <laughs> little. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of a stretch, but the other one that I really like, oh, is this one. You'll recognize this. All right. You can't see the forest full of trees, and you can't
1: smell your own. Christmas!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a big day. An agreement has been reached for the North American free trade deal. And uh, the three countries have signed a new NAFTA deal. Yeah, this is huge.
1: This is pretty huge. So,
0: What does this mean for us?
1: Um, well, one thing I want to say off the hop here, our Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, uh, is on the news. Obviously, she was the one who was down there to sign it with right. the other two jabronis from the States and New Mexico. And they signed it in Mexico City, and you're likely going to see the clip of it on the news and watch. <laughs> She's a smart one, <laughs> mm-hmm. Freeland. They, they always do that. They sign it on these big pieces of like paper and these big like folder deals, and, and then they put them up in front of their faces And she's really, like, small compared to the other two dudes. So she really smartly, she, like, because it's just, like, what a dumb photo op. It's like she's hiding behind a big menu at White (laughs) Spot or something. So she actually is the one who gets up, and then they all stand up, and it's like, oh, this is a better photo op. So Uh, number one, that's a win for Canada. (laughs) Number two, um, oh, you know what? Do you want to hear a little clip? This is Nancy Pelosi down in the States, right, talking about this. Here it is. There is no question, of course,
2: that this trade agreement is much better than NAFTA. But in terms of our work here, it is infinitely better than what was initially proposed by the administration.
1: So I do know that uh, down in the states, it was the policy and the Democrats there were trying to get better like labor Mm -hmm. things going on there, especially for workers in Mexico. Yeah. So that's important. And it's also in a very interesting timing that they got this thing done before the impeachment goes through. So now Mm. Trump won't be able to be like, whoa, they're not doing anything. All they're trying to do is impeach me. Get the trade deal done. Right? Mm Because that was a big talking point of his. And I think how it's going to affect us is that hopefully we'll get some... No, I don't know too much. Mm -hmm. But hopefully... This opens up some, um, some like good channels to some good products, mm-hmm. especially produce and things, from these two countries, like uh, hopefully we'll get more and cheaper avocados and yeah. limes.
0: The things that affect you on like a day-to-day basis. Well, yeah. sure, yeah,
1: that you'd like to appreciate from those two countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. There's been a lot of talk about Harbor Air and them test flying the first electric commercial plane and it going successfully.
1: Yeah. And this plane is so quiet that now people are thinking, what are they going to hear down in the inner harbor when there's less noise pollution from noisy planes? And we should get some fork and pork. Let's get some fork and pork.
2: We should get some fork and pork.
1: I'm anchoring for some fork and pork.
2: Fork and pork, yeah!
1: Oh, I really want to get some fork and pork. i craving hey, you sounds pork sounds pork wanna fork, fork and pork. Fork no. oh, and pork? Fork and pork sounds good. I want to hit up that fork and pork? Fork and pork sounds good.
0: A pork and pork. <laughs> I want some fork in my pork. Okay, <laughs> I'm new with my iPhone, and I didn't realize that you could get Siri to, like, make a name for you like they can call you by your name i guess
1: that's right or you can like uh, do a nickname
0: a nickname and uh someone on twitter (laughs) had had an idea to just put a whole bunch of like ha 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 as their name and to see what (laughs) siri would sound like saying it and it has brought me so much joy listening to this so i just wanted to share it i know it's kind of dumb Okay, it's not the <laughs> smartest thing that we could be talking about on the radio, sure. but I was laughing so hard. So, right. so here it is. You would like me to call you?
1: Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: It is. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay,
0: I bring tears <laughs> to my eyes so I wanted to try it to see if that actually sounded like it so okay. breathy like that yeah <laughs> hey <laughs> hey oh sorry hey Siri say my name You're Mac user. But since we're friends, I get to call you. (laughs) It's
1: not as good. It's not as good, (laughs) but it's pretty good. And it actually suits you more.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to legally change it to that now. Good. bc ferries has added 171 extra sailings to accommodate the extra flow of traffic for the holidays 128 specifically for victoria and towasan so uh hopefully that'll ease your travel woes do you have to take the ferry at all
1: um (laughs) no i'm flying
0: okay yeah um
1: and i always forget i always get excited like oh i'm gonna fly somewhere i'm gonna go somewhere for the holidays and then i remember Oh, that's the worst nightmare of modern North American life. Yeah. Is flying at Christmas time. Duh. It's just like, do, duh, duh, what a dum, dum, ding, dee, do, du ding, dong, I am. Mm.
0: But there could be like fun, you know, Christmas spirit. People are usually in good moods unless you have to like spend the night at the airport. Then
1: things get messy. My schedule is like, when I looked at this, I was like, who booked these flights? Someone who hates me? <laughs> I can't believe I did this to myself. <laughs> What'd you do? I leave... At 4.30 in the morning oh, Who's driving you? Can Do you need a ride? I might Okay I'm not, I wouldn't ask you that either, but, And then okay. I get I, I fly back into Vancouver In like the middle Or no 9am Okay I Fly back to yeah. Vancouver And then I have a 13 hour layover oh. In the stupid Vancouver airport Before I fly back to Victoria At 1.30 in the morning Have fun <laughs> It's like Who hates me And book these flights Didn't you book them yourself? Of course I did I'm just stupid <laughs>
0: Don't hate yourself like that I know uh, Great
1: I'm Quentin. There's a photo going around of how you eat your wings. It's a scale of one to five. One meaning you take just one bite. Five meaning that you clean the bone. And now I I personally eat like a like a four. I'm not eating the cartilage, but still with me in the studio, Paul and Jenny. So even, up,
0: like that, that really,
1: Paul really wanted these applauses. Yeah, well, wow, we're it guests. It's not, it's not our uh, show anymore. That's right. That's right. We're guests. That's right. Welcome this to is my like show. This is a special and thing.
0: Okay, first of all, why do people only take one bite of a wing? Yeah, this what shouldn't even
1: it? be on the scale. I agree with this that. This thing is flawed. They I saw should this not last be eating week. wings. Flawed, flawed, uh, b- b- share meme. No one takes a single nibble from a chicken wing and then throws that away. That's ridiculous. I would hope not. I'd be pissed. What if it's really hot, though? Okay, but... Be that as it may, the with the sherramie what does it go to five? Go to so five. five. Five is, is a clean. Is the most chicken yeah. meat off of it. It's clean. Okay, what do you go?
0: I probably go like five. Like I try and get as much as I can off, and then sometimes I eat the cartilage by accident, and I'm like, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I rock a six or a seven. How is that? It means like there's nothing but bone left. I suck the marrow from the bone. I crunch the cartilage. Nothing is left. When I drop what's left onto, into the bone garden there, you know, like right. when you get a bone bowl going graveyard, clink only. No meat left, no cartilage, nothing. I can't do that. I can't eat the cartilage. But
0: doesn't your stomach have, like, lacerations in it now? (sighs) From cartilage? (laughs) From, like, digesting bone?
1: (laughs) No. No.
0: Dogs can do it. Paul can do it.
1: (laughs) Right? When I tell you before, when you live out in the woods, you get to eat the colon right out of the elk.
0: When did you tell me that? (laughs) <laughs> attention. I'm always telling you this as a friend.
1: <laughs> Take do, my advice. You, as a human body, like, we are at the top <sighs> apex predator of the food chain. You yeah. can eat a chicken's cartilage. Yeah, you can. It's uh, a waste, all right? Especially you think it's a waste? Honey, garlic, it's and not sauce that. still in that cartilage, too? Brrr. All right. Well, that's, that's Paul's thoughts. I don't. I'm not a cartilage guy. I can't do it. It's, the texture is just not it for me. Especially when it gets a little cold, right? It gets a little harder, a little more. It's not even gummy anymore. It's just like. Mm.
0: really yeah the texture is weird like i'll eat it by accident but that's about it <laughs> anyway thank you so much for our input
1: for uh, you can pop that applause on yeah now. thanks I for coming guys that like thank, you thank you so much yeah, thank thanks you. for coming on the evenings. evening <laughs> let's wait in jen let's <laughs> what let's wade into the nightmare okay yeah holy smokes this morning uh dylan and jason posted on the zone facebook that uh, greta tunberg had been announced as time magazines a person of the year I saw that, and my reaction was um, of course, yeah, of course, who else? Who else would you put on there? yeah what a, what a what a year for this person, the youngest person ever to be granted uh, this title, and uh, who did more? Who got people talking more, lover or hater, back yeah. and who, World of wide. course of course and apparently I didn't know this. I saw that on Facebook this morning. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to work and was talking to Webmeister Bud about it, the Facebook post had gone so gross and toxic that uh, even between him and the other person in the web department it, it couldn't be moderated and people were yelling can you please moderate this and it was so toxic and horrible that the whole thing had to get t- taken down that's the first time that's ever happened on our zone facebook page since like 2016 or something Yeah, that a whole post just had to come down for people something
0: were- positive which is just <laughs> wild um yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about Greta Thunberg and, and sure. what she has done. I mean, she is, what, 15, 16 years old? Mm-hmm. And it all started when she decided to skip school and start a strike herself for climate change at a local parliament. And then that grew worldwide and there were climate strikes across the world, which is incredible for one, you know, teenager to be able to make that much change. And I know it's frustrating in the morning, you know, to see all of this negative reaction. But there is some hope with that Go on, because those are the people who need to be listening and they are listening and they're feeling threatened by this message that she's bringing and I I know it's frustrating and it feels like there is no hope and oh my gosh we still have a lot to do and yes we do have a lot to change but that sort of lash back means that there is some growth to be done and that it is happening and yeah there's a lot of growing pains but hopefully positive will come from that and that people will listen that's kind of how I'm deciding to look at it
1: that's beautiful Jen Eh. really no, that's a really good way to look at it, for sure. Because I, I, I could, you just, it's, it would be so easy to just get bogged down in the negativity. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Um, can I just say, if so, w- let's bring it back to a civil conversation yes. of the year that was 2019 and the people and personalities who made an impact. So, listen, if you hate Greta Thunberg, or if you love her. If not her, then who? Mm -hmm. So if you hate her, who should it have been instead? And if you love her, who's your number two pick? I can't even... So I'm so wrapped up in Greta right now, I can't really think, obviously. Mm -hmm. Baby Baby Yoda. Yoda, Baby Yoda would have been, yes. But who else? Who's your number two or, or number one pick? It's an interesting thing to look back at the year. Jamie says the white cat.
0: Oh yeah, that's the one that's got a whole bunch of memes made after it who doesn't like salad. Right. Great cat.
1: Does the cat not like salad? Is that what you got from that? I thought the cat was trying to enjoy its salad and then this lady was screaming at it.
0: Oh, that could be it too. But if you follow the cat on Instagram, uh which I do,
1: <laughs> the cat doesn't like salad. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Cats <laughs> generally don't like salad. Yeah. But also, I think in the context of the meme, I don't think them two people are together. Like I don't no. think that woman is actually yelling at the cat. So you well, got to like create you. a little mythology well, in your own head. For <laughs> Yeah, cats don't like salad. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so wild. Uh, Ben texted in and said the number one is cheese. Cheese is not a person, the dude. Oh, you know what? I did like this message from Brad who says there's a guy named uh, Boyan Slat. He was just 18 years old when he invented a system for catching Waste in the ocean. Cool. Uh, back in October of 2019. That's fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. Look at good. Uh, that's a good idea. As and I like where your head's at there, Brad. But as much of an impact as Greta, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Oh.
0: All right. Well, yeah. Keep on. But if you can beat
1: cheese, let's <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Cheese
0: as a person. Cheese or
1: the white cat. <laughs> cheese
0: formed in the shape of a person. I don't know. Where would you
1: bite a cheese that was in the form of a person? Where would you bite it first?
0: Oh, the hand. How about you?
1: Right in the face.
0: Just rip its head off. Okay.
1: Would you rather a cold North American Christmas or a Mexican beach time Christmas? Now, I don't think these have to be specific, you know, places like Mexico or North America, but I think the question remains is, like, do you want to have, like, the classic wintery white Christmas Mm -hmm. or would you prefer to go away and do the beach Christmas? That is a
0: good question. I think there are pros and cons for both, you know? Um, I personally love, like, cozying up in the winter, Mm -hmm. and I love snow, Mm -hmm. and I love the cold. So I do like a nice North American Christmas. What I don't like about North American Christmas is all the stress that comes with it. Luckily, my family is, like, I'm kind of, We've slowly kind of gone away from uh, tradition, and that kind of alleviates a lot of the stress, too, from, like, buying gifts. We don't do gifts anymore, which is nice. Not at all? No, we just... um this year, we're all bringing our favorite beer and we're just gonna have a little sample and, so and nice. hang out and have a nice dinner together. Oh, I love that. Which is great. I'm glad we kind of moved past that because I mean, financial stress and just yeah. the stress of like going to malls and stuff like that. I don't wanna be a part of that sometimes. Completely, I get it. And I find that this time of year, it's a little, I feel a little antisocial and there's a lot of social events happening Christmas parties, birthday parties, things like that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the idea of just going away and not worrying about that, maybe with a few close family friends. I'd be into that.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you, I really enjoyed it because I did this. I went to Hawaii and had a hot Christmas a few Mm -hmm. years ago, and it was wonderful and great, and I loved it so much, and Melle Kalikimaka and all that, like fantastic, but- Now I'm ready for, like, a cold Christmas. And I don't mean a Victoria Christmas where it's gray and it rains. Like, I'm going to northern Ontario for Christmas this year.
0: Oh, lovely. Where
1: it is already just dumping and dumping with snow and it's minus whatever. And my insides of my nostrils are going to freeze as soon as I breathe in the first time off the plane. Like, Ah. I'm going to a properly white Christmas. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to, like, maybe go for a snowshoe or whatever. Yeah. Because I agree. it, It does feel Christmassy. So I responded to Chris. I said, ideally back and forth Mm -hmm. i would do one and one and one and one and he agrees pretty much the same but if you but which one do you go to if you can only do one for the rest of your life how do you what do you do
0: oh good point
1: classic christmas
0: i think classic and then just uh wait till february to go to mexico (laughs) Uh, so we're going to word that there is a, a bunch of cases of salmonella across Canada. 92 have uh, been confirmed, mainly in Quebec, but there have been a few cases in British Columbia.
1: Is this from the lettuce?
0: Well, I've been hearing a lot about, you know, E. coli in lettuce bags and oh, things that's like e. coli, that. Right. Um, but they actually did an investigation and the initial results are coming back that the people who have the confirmed cases of salmonella were in contact with rodents or snakes. Okay. Either like in person or indirect contact.
1: (laughs) Hang on, what's an indirect contact? I don't know. They know
0: someone who has a a rat, or they're in the vicinity of rats.
1: I saw a rat coming down the hall, and I nodded my hat (laughs) at it. Like, rat, good day.
0: There's your salmonella. Um, No, but they're saying that uh, because people have pet snakes Mm -hmm. and pet rodents like rats, that uh, they are coming, they're coming in contact with salmonella, and they're warning people to not kiss their pet snakes. And rats, people, I guess, were in contact and not washing their hands after touching their pets or they were getting a little intimate with their pets and giving them a a smooch on the nose. So don't do that if you have a pet rat or a snake right now. It's going around. Um, Um, They're finding it in the feeder rats. You know, you get like mice to feed snakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's where it's like kind of getting um, uh, spread.
1: So, sorry, people are like kissing the mice, like, <laughs> <No>. good night, <laughs> and putting it in their snake cage. To no. Eat. Oh, um, no, I took care of a friend's snake one time and I had to do that, but he gets all the mice. They're like frozen, they're just in the yeah. food. they're already dead or whatever. Um, look at people, just do whatever you want. If you like rats and snakes and whatever for pets, it's not for me, obviously, but you know what? I couldn't you because you're trying. You've spent all afternoon. You pitched the story idea yeah. to me at two o'clock, and all afternoon you've been screaming at me off the air that you want a rat for a pet, and you think they're make great pets. and All this. Can I just say something? One time I had a rat near me, a pet rat or whatever, and it left like a trail of slime behind it everywhere it went. That's
0: okay, problematic. It's probably not to do with pets, rats in
1: general. You think this one particular rat just had very slimy undercarriage? Yeah,
0: maybe it was a slimy rat. But rats are very.
1: I think it's characteristic of the breed.
0: (laughs) Okay, well they. Okay, what's so great about rats is that they're trainable, like a dog. But they're less care than a dog. You don't have to take it out to go pee all the time. They're constantly wiping up slime. They're so so smart. Imagine having a rat that is trained to do tricks and things like that.
1: Jenny, you're pretty smart yourself, but you were coming over (laughs) to my house and leaving a slime trail everywhere you went. I wouldn't invite you over so often.
0: That octopus that tried to take down an
1: eagle—that video that's going on around right now. So I didn't watch it. I don't want to watch this crazy science fiction craziness where an octopus eats a bird. Does it end up eating it? Uh, no, no. Uh, someone intervened actually, oh. which
0: I would be—I would question. You know, it's like, do you when you see Mother Nature happening yeah. at its finest, yeah, yeah. do you intervene? Well, the person did, and they both got okay, got got away safely.
1: That's against the prime directive.
0: I just don't know how the octopus was able to get the eagle in the first place. They were on a boat, and they just heard the squawking and turned around, and octopus just has its handles on this eagle.
1: Make no mistake, Jenny. If an octopus had the chance, it would eat you and everyone you care about.
0: Absolutely, it would. Is that a Simpsons quote? <laughs>
1: yeah. Jade's here.
0: Oh, my gosh. Jade is here. Hi. Okay, Jade. Oh
1: has Hi. a story to tell. Oh. And I do. when we read this on your Twitter the other day, <laughs> Jenny laughed so hard. <laughs> oh my god, th- no, like, I laughed. Don't so talk so this hard. Video. And then like a two hours later, she remembered it and laughed hard again. Because <laughs> no, Jenny's such yeah. a bad person. No, because it's
0: just the image of Believe me, Jenny. I, and I'm like crying on the inside, but laughing because I like could
2: feel the amount of fear going through your mind as this happened. So please, Jade. Jade, please okay. tell the story. So I'm locking up. I live in a condo building. I'm locking up my door. It's only 24 units. I know the building. I know most every everybody. So it's usually safe. So um, I'm, I'm letting Selkirk, my kid. Baby, he's what, <laughs> um, one year one old. One years old. Yeah. Um, I'm letting him kind of like go mail about the hallway, and he goes <laughs> into the elevator that I pushed the, the arrow for. And I'm like, you know what? Door's going to close. No one's called it. I don't hear anything going on, so <laughs> I'm locking the door. And then I hear, "Mama, ma." <laughs> I can't even say it because it makes me laugh so much when I hear a muffled mom <laughs> and the elevator's going down the and door just, had closed it, on it closed I was trying to open it I'm like hitting the furiously hitting this arrow button and I'm like no someone's called it and I'm running down like three flights of stairs again not a big building and I go to skip the last three and jump down and I hear this man oh hello there oh, where's your oh I think I hear someone coming for you and I hear mama and this <laughs> You guys, it haunts me in a hilarious oh but terrifying way. Just his echoing of the, uh, down through the elevator. Oh Mama? <laughs> I felt terrified yeah. that what if the one day that he's going down in the lobby that someone's left this door open, right? So I'm just booking it. But otherwise, he just kind of mills about the lobby and just kind of look. It's a very small building. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jade. Terrified. But now, you know. After admitting this on the radio, am I going to have child services calling me? No, of no, course not. No. Like, But
1: really, I think you got to be careful because now we know that your son is want to mosey onto elevators <laughs> yeah. without you and have the door closed behind him. I don't
2: him. know if he wants to know. He wasn't scared. He he didn't seem very scared. He was just, mama. Oh, my gosh. Well, I could like, my...
0: Jade, you have a hard job being a mom. Yeah. And I salute you for it yeah. Oh, And I love your kid so much He's so funny It was
2: a good lesson?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but man, yeah, what a laugh That's I'm glad so everything good. ended the way it did Happily and good Mama, okay. Love
2: you, Jade love Jade's you. up
0: next with more mama stories uh, Thanks for listening this afternoon We'll talk to you tomorrow
1: Bye
0: Last night, I was really feeling that The sad, you know The seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, Yeah. I think I I think I I actually am affected by that um, because yeah, as soon as it gets dark, I kind of get in a dark mood.
1: Stays gray all day.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, yesterday, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to listen to music really loud. I'm going to go for a drive. And as I was driving, I didn't even like think about looking for Christmas lights. But then that became my mission, and it brought me so much joy. Mm. I know it's such a simple thing, and yeah, I could probably be spending my time differently because mm. driving around isn't the best for the environment, and I know that. But <laughs> man, it brought me so much joy, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's putting up their lights this holiday season, because you're really doing it for the other people, the people who need a little bit of light and a little bit of joy in their lives. So thank you. Now, it's was going on the Times Colonist uh, Christmas lights map that they do every year. Because I was like, okay, I, I, I saw a few really good ones, yeah. but I want to spot out the really, really good ones the ones, the neighborhoods that are completely full of lights. But right. there's not much on there right now. So if you have a, an amazing light display or you're planning one, I would definitely go and fill up this Christmas lights map at the Times Colonist website.
1: Not to be a grinch, but you know what I think this might be about is I've done it in years previous where I'm like, oh, wow, a lot of lights this year. And then I'll drive to a house and there's like two strings. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I drove all the way for this. <laughs> so I think maybe they're like vetting them first and oh. only doing the best ones. So if that's the case, I'm here for it, dude. Mm hmm. so much Star Wars news Did you see today Jen If you're a Star Wars fan Oh my god A new video came out That showed an exclusive clip And it has A Darth Vader voice in it Spoiler <laughs> alert It has a Darth Vader wow, voice so He says two amazing. words It
0: is incredible so We know that He's going to say a thing in the next movie. That's
1: right. That's wild. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, no, oh Nope, not done yet. Oh, we're not done yet. Please don't I'm reach getting ready for, for, the for the next, the song. next song. Okay. Uh, also, today, I'm happy to report, you know, because since Baby Yoda has come out, there hasn't been any Baby Yoda toys. Mm. And happy uh, to report that now Hasbro, who I'm pretty sure is the toy company who, way back in like in the 1970s, were the first toy company who actually had the Star Wars line. Oh, yeah. They are making Baby Yoda toys. Oh, I bet
0: those are going to sell this Christmas.
1: One of them comes with a little bowl of soup.
0: Cute. It's <sighs> That's great. Um I also predict that that's going to be a big Halloween costume next year. What is? Uh baby Yoda, also sexy baby Yoda?
1: You were sexy Shrek this year. Thank you. So you could just reuse the green paint. I know. Go I'm again. Except for Halloween. Truly.
0: Oh, man, the big news today is that conservative party leader, Andrew Scheer, has stepped down for the party. Mm. Um, He was saying that he just isn't going to be able to put 100 percent into the job. He wants to spend time with family as well. Mm. Um, And it was a very apparently difficult decision uh, that he decided to make uh, just a few months after the big election.
1: Right. There's been talk about this for a long time now. A lot of conservative folk were pretty um, chapped, actually, and kind of laid the blame at Andrew's feet for not being able to form government mm. for the conservatives and take it away from Trudeau after the, you know, the few scandals and everything that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there also, though, is word today that the real reason this is happening is because some news agency found out that Andrew Shear had been taking conservative party money
0: mm-hmm.
1: that had been, you know, that's to run the party and donated by people and all that. And using it to pay his kids' tuition at their private school.
0: Yeah, and that just came out as well, too. So the timing of everything is definitely raising some questions. Yeah,
1: so that'll be a little fun scandal. Mm -hmm. You know what I hope, though, Jen? Moving forward, obviously they got to find a new leader and all that. He's going to hang on until they do that. What I would love to see from the conservatives is, you know what really kind of was a bother about Andrew Scheer in this past election was... There was a few social things that he just refused to answer. It was mm. just like, hey, man, how about abortion? How about gay rights? How about these things, right? Mm-hmm. And he just was like, M-m-m-m-m-m-m-m. and his track record was not so good on it, and he refused to clarify that, and of course he would never march in a pride parade. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like, moving forward, now look, at I'm not likely to ever vote for conservative probably in the next little while, but like, come on, if the next person that they get running can be a little bit more like listen yes I'll I'll march in your parade I'm here for all Canadians do you know what I mean a little bit more inclusive and then we can hash out the you know policy stuff Mm -hmm. and not have to have that kind of social stigma of these old policies kind of hanging over that party Mm so that would be great for the whole country to just move forward on that kind of
0: stuff (laughs) Uh, so yesterday it was announced that Greta Thunberg is the times person of the year and I don't about you but i was kind of waiting for donald trump's response because he has tried to get in twitter battles with her before and has called her out on twitter before as well you and were waiting
1: for it really because I, I was like there's no way he's gonna touch this I was in ex- the middle of impeachment and everything there's so many things going on really i didn't think you know what you're right <laughs> you're right you're right because that's what a reasonable person would do It's just we leave well enough alone. Right. You're right. Um,
0: So he tweeted out today saying, so ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem. Then go to a good old fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill, is his response to her becoming the time person of the year. Okay. Okay. So he—that's a very angry message to be sending to a 16-year-old girl who's uh, fighting for something incredibly important in this world. Um,
1: well, at least but, he's no one important.
0: Just at least he's not the president, president of the United States. States. Um, but I really love her response, and I just have to like give my just a hats off to her for taking the high road when it comes to online bullying in general. Uh, she changed her Twitter description, her little bio, as. Greta Thunberg, a teenager working on her anger management problem, <laughs> currently chilling and watching a good old fashioned movie with a friend.
1: This is so. Good. This is the second time in a row she's done this exact thing. Is just take his own dumb words and just put them use them as armor, right? Yeah. Uh, Could have engaged. Could have done a little snapback or a clapback on Twitter. Could have tweeted back, firestorm, gotten everyone all riled up, do a like war, whatever. This is so much more grown up. Mm-hmm. There's no way to respond to that. It's such a checkmate. It is. It's beautiful. (laughs) What news off the Malahat? 18 cars were impounded for excessive speed over the weekend.
0: Now, this is terrible news. People should not be speeding on the Malahat because it's dangerous. And we do have to apologize here at the station uh, because we do kind of feel responsible. Because remember this weekend when we played Sandstorm by Darude?
1: Yeah, it just gets people speeding really excessively. And so we've decided that from now on... Whenever we play Darude Sandstorm, we've made this edit to it. Slow down.
0: Think about families.
1: Don't go so fast.
0: You're not cool when you speed.
1: Arrive alive.
0: Break it, buster.
1: Ease off the gas, Gertie.
0: Slow down, Sally.
1: What if there really was a sandstorm you wouldn't be able to see and stop in time if a camel went in front of you? Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2-6 to weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ
0: Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boytano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art
1: Aronson. And I'm Paul Lucino. And the Zones Geek Out podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like... Technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art.
0: You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod.
1: With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye. Bye.